Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Dan Larson. Oh, oh, wait. Sorry. It's going to take me this whole week. One day I won't have to worry about it. Uh, do it again. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And young boy Larson. <laughs> and welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast. Oh, this is News Brief. That's right. Uh, yeah, it's the day after WrestleMania, and uh, everybody's hung over from Mania weekend. Uh, and uh, so I guess the only question is, uh, what's in the news, young boy? First oh, item of oh. news. Hold on, Quizlemania. I'm gonna be on Quizlemania, and I'm gonna put myself big red, maybe, or I'm probably just gonna embarrass myself, expose myself. Quizlemania be my Firefly Funhouse match, and expose me for the fraud I am. <laughs> it's gonna revert you to previous Larson. I'm gonna be a uh, 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 man uh, playing uh, uh, gaming gaming enthusiast is what it's gonna be after I'm dead with Quizlemania. <laughs> send me back to my ten for the wind days, Machine Exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, Wednesday. it's going to be on uh, this Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific yes. time, yes. 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, 9 p.m. Uh, British time, and uh, it's going to be over there at uh, Parts Fun Known, uh, which is the the, the spinoff to the Wrestle Talk channel. Uh, yes, I'm looking forward in- to it. Yeah, they've invited us on. Uh, you're up first, and then uh, I, I, maybe assuming how well or how not well you do, maybe I'll get a chance too. I don't know. Maybe, they might be like. Maybe. This guy is too good, or this guy is just so bad. He's making everybody sucks, look bad. Sucks. <laughs> it's all about win or lose, whether I, I I do well or absolutely embarrass myself. It'll be fun. Uh, oh, yeah, check this, it out, please. So, in theory, the idea of, of of hopping on one of these as a collaboration is to get subs, but people might like drop out out of sheer embarrassment if you if if you do so if bad. I can't get a single question right. I'm like, <laughs> this guy is supposed to know wrestling. He doesn't know anything. It's like which number WrestleMania was this year's? Twenty seven. <laughs> So I have decided, though, as incentive for you to to bone up on your trivia skills, uh, I'm putting Big Red up on the line, man, and I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you to take this home, and you get the added incentive of being able, as of Wednesday, if you do well, no more young boy title for you, no more knee bond, now itchy bond, if you win, if you win Quizzlemania. Here's the thing. The young boy thing isn't that bad as a punishment. It's not that bad at all. <laughs> it really is. It makes me laugh, though. That's fine. Anyways, Larson, what's the news? What's the news? Well, first and foremost, uh, so uh, with only tonight's Raw, Post Mania Raw in the can, 
uh, for the WB and most states operating under some kind of stay-at-home order. There seems to be a lot of uncertainty about the future of WB's uh, TV tapings. Yeah. But on Wrestling Observer's post-mania episode of Wrestling Observer Radio, Meltzer gave what may be an indication of what could be happening. Uh, the transcripts are from WrestlingNews.co. That's what Meltzer had to say. Quote, they're looking to tape SmackDown sometime between now and Friday. I mean, there is a location they're trying to keep secret. It's supposed to be in a shutdown state, but we'll see what happens. Maybe they won't be able to do it. Maybe they will, but that's the goal, at least for this week. So I read that uh, Orange County, where Orlando is, in Florida, they were supposed to have a stay-at-home order that was to, set to expire on the 9th. However, the I don't know who the, uh, the, the, the county council leadership, whatever it is, was looking to extend that. Of course, uh, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, finally got around mm-hmm. to doing a stay-at-home order statewide um so uh, no indication what state this could be my understanding is that a majority of states a vast majority of the states already have some sort of stay-at-home order i don't know as of about twelve forty on monday what states do not if i'm not and mistaken it's a constantly yeah fluid situation where they might plan something on say thursday to tape and between now and then that state could get hit with a bunch of cases. They would have to do the stay-at-home order. I don't know. But well, there's says a shutdown state. So. There's two things happening here. Number one, as of the weekend, I believe it was at eight states that didn't have statewide uh, uh, stay-at-home orders. They all have some uh, some amount of ordinances in place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then number two, it does appear that there is a correlation. The states that have not been doing stay-at-home orders, that have not been vigilant, are showing way higher cases of the virus being a, a, yeah. a positive cases in in, in those states. Uh, Mr. Dubs eighty eight says, "Got to go to Iowa. No one will find them there." Uh, someone our WB's employ has a wrestling school in Iowa. Oh, is that true? Is that where Seth is? Seth, that's yeah. where Seth is. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He lives in Davenport, Iowa. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope that, look, I they seem to be going full. I mean, look, they advertise money in the bank May 10th. Um, so it seems like they're going to. I have a hard time believing that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you would have. Here's the thing, man. I totally would have thought that advertising that meant that they had something like we talked about this last night that they had something in place you know you mentioned that McMahon was on the call with Trump and the NFL yeah, people you said right here, oh look yeah. I'll give you guys an exemption because we'll call you an essential business as long as they you know keep being vigilant about testing and stuff like that but uh, evidently they are doing this by the seat of their pants man and they're like oh where can we go now where can we go now I'll come to my house international waters is the, is is their next opportunity seemingly they're uh, going to they're going to keep on trying to do this any way they can though yeah uh, meanwhile, uh, Melser also reported that uh, that butthole president of ours uh, had this call with uh, sports commissioners and executives, including Vince McMahon, and that he told them that he, quote, wanted sports back as soon as possible and talked August, which would be right before the Republican convention is scheduled, and in particular wanted to start the NFL season on time. He also wanted to create tax incentives to get fans to buy tickets again <laughs> if they are leery. That dude is not paying attention. People are just itching to get out of the house. What? Once you say go to baseball games, like baseball games are going to sell out. That's because people want to get out of the house. I, I kind of have a theory about that, man. I think that if if there's number one of two things could deter that from happening. I think that if people start if if footage starts coming out, if any footage because hospitals are on lockdown right now, yeah. if footage starts leaking from these hospitals about what's going on. Uh, that's one thing that might deter people. Or if the body counts 
just start shooting way up like they oh, could I know. possibly. You read the what's happening in New York, and it's it's horrifying. If they're it's talking, if if they're talking like three hundred thousand people or more, yeah. then I think that's gonna that's gonna deter people. But I don't know. People are like they're already not deterred. You see pictures all over the place of people not adhering to this stuff. So yeah. I don't know. It is what it is. Now, there's uh, gonna be a component of people. Uh, who probably is going to do what they want to do regardless. Yeah. Uh, this was kind of interesting, though. There was also, on Wrestling Observer Radio, some talk about uh, both the uh, pre-film match, well, the, the the special matches, uh, the Firefly Funhouse match. Uh, this was kind of interesting. Uh, Melter noted that the creative masterminds behind Night 2's excellent Firefly Funhouse bout were Bruce Pritchard and mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt, with That's some surprising. input from John Cena. Uh, Dave mentioned that Bruce and Bray put most of the match together with Cena suggesting some changes. While Meltzer doesn't know exactly what Cena suggested, he did mention that his notes supposedly made the match better. And apparently, I'd also read there are fairly significant changes. Uh, so Cena seemed to be pretty into this. Um, and and you could tell, I mean, they, they, look, man, this was going to be, he was either going to be all in or all out. Mm-hmm. And I'm very glad that he went all in because... No, nobody's. Here's the thing about this match: if you really open yourself up to it, nobody's been paid this amount of respect by the WWE ever yeah. with yeah. this kind of match. Nobody. Yeah. yeah, you can pretty much tell Cena was all in when he came out in the prototype gear, and then uh, Bray did the uh, the Bellas theme to him. Yeah, totally. That's when you kind of knew that nothing really was going to be, off, you know, like off, uh, off the table in terms of what could be approached to this thing. I know. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Just yeah. a just a master class of, of, of storytelling and creative filmmaking there. I, I need to go watch that again. There was also details uh, about the Boneyard match produced by a different crew. Yes. Uh, what Culture apparently has some details on how the Boneyard match came together. Uh, for one thing, the match was not shot near uh, the WWE Performance Center, and WWE <laughs> contracted an outside production unit to custom build the set that would be used, and it took five whole days to make everything they wanted. Triple H and Michael uh, PSA is the free bird himself. Doot, doot, doot. Apparently we're so impressed with their work that the match became more ambitious. Uh, what culture noted WWE deliberately hired locals in the orange County community. Some working for the hired in production company that wouldn't have received a paycheck at all. Had the promotion not required their graft and sources said it's no exaggeration to state the WWE paid their rent for April. They also said that everyone was seriously great to work with. That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, the match was shot over the course of eight hours on March 25th. Um, one of the things that was uh, supposed to be much more ambitious but had to be scaled back was the Undertaker's entrance, mm. uh, scored by Metallica, of course. Yeah. Um, he was supposed to like roll in in his motorcycle, but it's supposed to be a ditch and a bridge, some other stuff involved. But WB couldn't get the permits to film in all those various locations, so they just kept it all on the set they had yeah. uh, apparently AJ the Undertaker and Anderson and Gallows helped coach the Druids in terms of how to take their bumps oh that's cool and they all quote spent as much time as necessary with the extras to ensure they know how to take a good kicking on camera and also this is great this this just makes me so happy apparently all the dialogue was improvised during this match as, as wow I didn't yeah I didn't see this part as was Taker punching through the window yeah Man, I thought that would have been that would have been a gimmick window and everything, but guess not. Did he not know what happened to Goldberg when he did that? <laughs> he was know. out for like well, nine I guess, months. What I, what I read was like he he like the 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 spot they executed, but his fist wasn't supposed to go through the window. Oh wow! So he gave it his all, man. He just let yeah, him, man. yeah, whatever. Yep. 
Uh, and then also uh, Triple H and Michael P.S. Hayes spotted that prop hand on set in the course that was used towards the end, but it was the Undertaker's idea to put an AJ Styles glove on it, stick it in the dirt, and have it sticking out of the uh, the hole that AJ was buried in. Man, if they don't do a 24 on that, on the production of that match, they're fools. Because Give me, produ- give me two episodes, one on this one, one on the uh, Firefly Funhouse. I would love that. I would, You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, with the Firefly Funhouse one, I wouldn't mind just keeping that mystery alive, you know? To a like, certain extent. Oh, another thing about the Boneyard one is while it wasn't reported by What Culture, there's pictures of the set on Twitter that popped up, and Jeremy Borash was on Yeah, set. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. They said, yeah, Borash was involved with that, too. So not a surprise. I mean, nope. I think Triple H, I think Borash was a Triple H hire. Yeah, Triple um, H was on set as well. Yeah. You can see so uh, hopefully that means I, I saw somewhere. I didn't actually see the actual quote, but it was flo- floating around on Twitter that Triple H hinted that there might be more stuff like that. In the future, hopefully that becomes, you know, the the idea of doing filmed matches, special event matches, mm-hmm. uh, especially as it pertains to bringing back legends. You know, if they're going to have Goldberg do more stuff, you know, maybe do it like the Boneyard match. You know, if they're going to have if, I just don't know if he would be to that. You know, Goldberg's so about being believable. I, I'm just talking about like when they're bringing in older guys, they look a lot better when you can you take a shot. You shoot and then you stop, and then you shoot mm-hmm. and then you stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just comes off as better. Um, oh, agreed. In the, terms the of the personality, yeah. But Goldberg's also, he's not opposed, I think, to taking a paycheck. And he's done plenty of movies of his own. So, uh, I mean, he, what was that Santa one that he did? Santa, Santa Slay or something like that? Something like that. I don't know. Anyways. Question time. All right, man. Let's answer some of these questions we got here on right. the Twitter. Twitter. Uh, first up, Ryan Haft. Are Cena and Styles dead? Who between Taker and Wyatt is more powerful at this point? Uh, between ta- man, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen Taker do what Wyatt did last night. No, to no. to 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 have somebody go through uh, a metaphysical existential acid trip experience uh, and then disappear and then, and then literally disappear. I don't think it's ever happened, man. No, I, Wyatt is Wyatt has the upper hand now. Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who along heavy? Who had the who has the strongest headband wrestling? Is it Lashley? Maybe Trent? Oh, it's Lashley. Yeah, can't think of anybody else, anybody else who wears headbands though. I mean, in terms of uh, uh, Angelo Dawkins does. Oh, he might have. He might be have the strongest headband now then because he's a champion. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know, but in a singles matchup, him versus Lashley, I'd take Lashley. Oh, probably, but Lashley's not a champion right now. Uh, Jace, uh, Lord Ziffer, the highlight of Mania Weekend for me and many others was the Firefly Funhouse match. Do you think, by the way, the match ended that was the last we've seen as Cena in-ring competitors? So it'll be interesting if they reference this at all when he does inevitably come back for whatever he's going to inevitably come back for. He was already tweeting some motivational crap this morning. <laughs> well I there saw. you go i wonder if that's like on auto set though like i know some people i know that have like be. they have like an auto uh he's on tweet deck scheduling all his tweets yeah well the, i know somebody has a uh what is it called with the signs astrology stuff uh like today you know for virgos today blah blah. oh blah, blah, they blah. have like a bot that just does all that stuff for him yeah i wonder if his motivational speeches are bots could be that could be a bot thing uh, Greg Morris, it may I may be in the minority, but the Firefly Funhouse match just didn't do it for me. 
I would have preferred a fight all out of the boneyard. That was a bit too much suspension of disbelief for me. Understandable. I understand that match wasn't for everybody. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Um, you know, it wasn't, I don't think, supposed to be taken in any stretch of the imagination as a literal fight. Um, this was a journey to the center of the mind of John Cena, essentially. And uh, it's, it's a battle that John Cena has lost. Yeah, it's it's that, that's the thing, man. You gotta you gotta open your mind, man. You gotta you gotta open your mind to, to new and, and interesting ideas. You know, let Bray Wyatt take you to places wrestling's never been before. Well, as he would say, let me in, let me in. Exactly. Uh, Taylor stick. Chadwick. So where did Bray send Cena? My theory is living with demons and monsters in that weird neighborhood he described at the start of the match. Weird stuff. Love it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you just send him back back home, maybe. Yeah, maybe he, well, stuff. I think he's, he just went to his giant house in Tampa. Probably. <laughs> exactly. Uh, factoid was Taker truly and finally, oh, sorry, has Taker truly and finally ridden off to the sunset or moonlight, as it were, or is he likely still to see a return, maybe a final match at Survivor Series? And if so, who? Um, so the point of this last ride thing, I only saw the teaser. It made it seem like he's priming for his final match. Um, I did not. So when, when was it shot that I don't know? Because I just saw that one little bit with him and Roman at, I think the hotel mm-hmm. and, and undertaker's like, man, can't you keep kayfabe for like 10 minutes? Uh, and so I suspected that that bit might've been shot prior to their match at Mania a couple of years ago. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm not yeah, sure. I have no idea when this was shot. I don't uh, know. Yeah. But, uh, but no, that, that's kind of interesting. I, I, I want to see that. I want to watch that. Yeah. Uh, Russell Graham. Who do you think Dark Side? Of the, oh, who do you think Dark Side of the Ring could realistically realistically get for a Talking Head episode on China? Let's just say in the wrestling world. X Pac, Bill, Billy Gunn, Billy Gunn and X Pac. Yeah, I don't think anybody that's actually currently employed by WWE can do no, it. I don't, I, I don't think they're allowed to do it. No, so no Michaels, Triple H, obviously uh, Road Dog. Yeah, yeah, maybe X Pac. Uh, Alex Rodriguez, who should win money in the bank for the men's and women? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. 
and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Well, Kevin Owens is a face. I'm not sure him taking on Drew would be the best thing in the world right now. Probably Seth. Yeah. 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 Wouldn't be something if Bray won it. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Who's the... uh, Oh, yeah. He can turn uh, Braun Strowman into a rosebud. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. His first WWE incarnation where he was a rosebud. That'd be pretty fun. (laughs) He could turn him into a guy driving to Florida in a Kia Soul with 150 bucks. Why am I broke all of a sudden? He looks in his bank. He has got 150 bucks. (laughs) Sad face, Braun. Uh, The woman's side of things. Who should win? Well, it should be uh, Sasha. Yeah. Yeah. Or Shayna. Yeah, they can motivate Sasha without her having one money in the bank, so probably Shayna. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, apparently, yeah. according, to, according, to, according to Dave, uh, they're planning to keep that feud going, but maybe mm-hmm. not in the short term is what I understood him yeah, to yeah, have said. I didn't back to it. I think I heard yeah, the actual I saw that thing. Too. I don't know. Uh, Anthony Faz, if there is a WWE hiatus, do you think stripping the titles and having tournaments is an idea they float around? We all love tournaments. There's one person who doesn't love tournaments, and that is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I don't think that they would they would strip the titles, no. 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 Uh, Nate Earhart, uh, what are the changes you would have made to Mania and why? I I mean, I just want, essentially I just want to have Shayna won. It's like yeah. literally the only change in terms of how the matches were booked. Yeah, um, I, I, I do kind of appreciate how they did it, though, because it was it was I don't know if you can call it sneaky necessarily, but it's not like Becky it was opportunistic did. the same way she beat Ronda. It was an opportunistic pin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, that's like the only thing I would have changed. I think by and large in terms of actual what happened at WrestleMania, if if Braun was going to win the title and they knew that going into that night, even if it was they had like. 12 hours if they had people around to shoot some sort of angle to provide some some depth some more motivation in that match his win would have felt more impactful to me personally no I, I agree with that yeah I, I liked it because it, it ensured that I kept the title here but yeah, I no. agree totally I just think the match could not have been any different <laughs> no it wouldn't be any different I'm not, you, I don't you, know, think... you know how I would have done it I'd, okay do a spear okay let's take 10 everybody come back shoot another spear okay take 10 everybody I know um I know. I'd have done that. I would have, uh, you know what I would have done? The only thing I would have done different was have Shayna attack Becky. As soon as she gets that pin, she doesn't sit there to reflect. She immediately yeah. snaps and maybe yeah. bites Becky again. If you, yeah, I mean, it, they, they established that as being her go, you know, her, her uh, introduction to Becky in terms of violence. Well, Hey, look, you're going to get away with this. That's fine. I'm going to come away with a piece of you. Yeah. Maybe instead of biting to something else that's really out there and unpredictable. Like, have her break her arm right afterwards, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, man, if you didn't do this, this was, you know, good luck defending this title now Yeah, without an arm. Uh, Lana Del Rey Mysterio, that's a great name. That uh, is great. What should be the first image of the first WB show back in front of, of a crowd? You just need that wide shot. Vince. <laughs> Vince has, like, a Goldberg-type entrance where he comes out of his office. This is what you need. This is what you need. You need to, you need that wide shot of the crowd, and uh, you get it out there. You you want this first WB show back in front of a crowd that's televised to have like an attitude era atmosphere. Tell everybody to bring signs. Signs yeah. are a measure of enthusiasm. Tell that's a good one. Signs. That's a good one. 
They but they just say, look, we want this to be kind of like the Attitude Era. Just ignore what they wrote on those signs. Yeah. <laughs> and remember that we're trying to keep things family friendly. <laughs> you can still do the this wrestler fears this wrestler. That's all. Yes, fine. that's fine. You can do that. Uh, Aaron Smythe, everyone that Fiend Bray has beaten has had a change of their character. Do you think that Cena's character will change anyway going forward? Uh, yeah, he'll be a retired wrestler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Matthew Flanagan, is it just me or are the WB camera actions getting annoying? Like when a random run and attack happens, the camera starts moving up and down. Also, when a back and forth happens, you see the camera cut like 20 times in 30 seconds. Yeah, it's a bit much. I'm sort of used to it by now. Me too. Uh, so, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think maybe, maybe it's just because I'm so used to it at this point that, uh, I'm so used to it that I don't notice it mm-hmm. and it doesn't exist in NXT. And I'll be honest with you. It, I, I don't view NXT on TV. I mean, I know that it's got a different crowd and everything, but I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't lessen my enjoyment of raw or SmackDown when yeah. that happens. It doesn't, it just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Mazara's Glow, excluding Funhouse and Boneyard competitors, who is the MVP of WrestleMania weekend? Uh, I mean, in terms of the Iron Men, it had to be Orton and Edge, right? They went a really long time. They did go a really long time. And I feel, you know what, man? I feel like they just put something together that was really, really ambitious. And, uh, you know, I, I understand. I totally understand. I For me, it was it was just too much. It was too long. Yeah, it was too long. Was too you know. Long. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll offer up two names. Um, I'll say Brock, not because he put in, like, a huge effort. But he did a ton to help Drew, get Drew over. He sold. He sold for he Drew. Sold. Big he time. sold. Big time. He, and I'm guessing that was probably the type of coronation they wanted for Roman. Yeah. They never did it. I'm not saying laying the blame for that on Brock's feet by any stretch of the imagination. But Brock, during this whole feud, has done everything he could to make sure when Drew won that title, it was believable and people would be into it. If there had been a crowd there, that crowd would have would have popped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, noob and company who is the mvp of these empty performance center episodes of raw and smackdown well triple oscar. h was the mvp of the first week oscar oh yeah oscar has really made like her presence known she was like on every show basically yeah she, she was commentary she's doing all the dance and stuff yeah it's oscar yeah no i agree with that uh jamie devlin who out of braun and drew will have the longer and better reign as champion and realist realistically went into who We'll both lose the belts to Drew McIntyre because I feel like until I see otherwise, Braun Strowman is a transitional champion. Yup. Yep. He's either losing that belt to Bray or Roman. Yeah. Uh, Drew. So I'll have a feud, his first feud, and then I'll probably have a feud with Jinder because they should do that. Yeah, that'll and be then, interesting. And maybe two feuds after that, he'll lose it. Uh, eventually he's going to lose it to Seth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gaming Sensei, what is the WrestleMania Fallout feud you guys want most to happen next? Um, I don't know I really want Drew versus Ginger, but I think there's some interesting stuff they could mine there. Mm-hmm. But I don't want that right after Mania. I want one. Uh, Drew needs a really good 
high-profile opponent to feud with first to really establish himself as champion. Far too often, like when Daniel Bryan won the belt, and granted he had history with Kane, at this point in Kane's career, uh, he wasn't the threat he was like 10 years prior. And so it seemed like a step down for Daniel Bryan to, to come off the high of beating Triple H, Batista, and Randy Orton at WrestleMania to feud with Kane. Take Brock out of the equation. Who's the And if Seth is the number one heel on Raw, who's the number two heel on Raw? I mean, Orton's also kind of a special match guy. Orton, yeah, maybe Orton. Yeah, Orton be good. Orton be I mean, good. he's got he's got some good heat on him from this Edge thing. Mm-hmm. You'd think that that's over with. So why not capitalize th- on that? Have him take yeah. on Drew. Drew and Drew beats him at Money in the Bank. Yeah, and then you could also, if you want to, you can build up to Seth versus Edge because I think that'd be a good feud. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Blake Elizondo is the Boneyard match top five Mania all time or a top ten? It's top ten for me. Uh, the Boneyard match? Oh, sorry, Boneyard match. No, sorry, that's not top. 10. You meant the Firefly Funhouse? Yeah, Firefly Funhouse would be top ten for me. I would say I, I would put it in the top ten. I probably not the top five, uh, just because I don't think it's fair to like the top five in ring matches to have to compete against that. But in terms of the top ten matches that are you know entertaining as hell. And experiences that I would definitely sit through, uh, it's definitely in the top ten. I'd put it there. All right, uh, Sean Lathrop, have you guys had the Taco Bell Fritos burrito with the jalapeno cream sauce? It's Friendo <laughs> Club staple. No, not, but that sounds interesting. That sounds good. I might have to try that. Uh, Kevin Milkey, uh, what has been Cena's greatest feuds and why? Is it Orton versus Cena, Punk, Edge, or somebody else? I don't uh, think it'd be Edge. Edge and Punk would be seen as uh, the top two rivals. Uh, I know Orton and Cena had a ton of matches, but I feel like obviously his feud with Punk, I felt like it had more fire to it. And then the stuff between Edge and Cena was all pretty good, especially after uh, Edge cashed in Money in the Bank. Yeah. That was all really good stuff. Yeah. Ed, uh, Cena versus ECW crowd is my favorite Cena feud. There you go. Uh, we got some uh, messages here on the stream. Uh, Cody Miles talking about the Firefly Funhouse match. Bray showed Cena his deepest failures and insecurities. Uh, failing debut, <laughs> unable to repackage, scared of going a heel, unable to do what's necessary. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean not to pay attention to that. But the Bobby Sherv here says, uh, hey, Zeus, because he stabbed him. <laughs> that is totally true. That's true. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jonathan, so the Fiend can't bury new talent since they have no previous character to revert to. Fiend is the anti-Cena. Interesting. Interesting. Theory. That's what I love about it, man. You can extrapolate all sorts of great sort of ideas and, and interpretations of the Fiend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus Steele. Oh, gosh. Uh, not Ichiban. Nibon. Young boy. <laughs> Thrawn said it's young boy Larson here. Uh, Weathered Souls. When will Larson just admit he kidnapped Big Red? I had nothing to do with it. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know, I was, I was, I just thought about this. I was packaging the 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 police sketch for, I think it was Anthony Tobot. No, I forget who it was. Anthony Tobot. I don't know what it was. And then I, I totally realized, like, this really looks like you. But then you wouldn't steal Big Red. No, you had won. No Big... I was in line. I was in line to win it for Wrestle Kingdom. You had, you had it won. There was no reason yeah. for you to steal it. Zero. So no reason for you to steal it though. Uh, actor Chad, thank you very much for the bits. 
I can't even tell you the last time I lost predictions, though. Like, I was carrying that Ernim title for a while. Now I got Big Red again at WrestleMania. And who knows when the next pay-per-view is going to be? Although, you might win it on Wednesday, hopefully, if you mm-hmm. win Quizzlemania. Uh, Die Hard Homer, what gimmick match would be the best to do like the Boneyard match to film it like a movie? Imagine a Hell in a Cell movie. Nah, give me Beat the Clock Challenge, the movie. <laughs> It'd be like 24. You could film it like 24. Uh, Lord Ziffer, what do you predict Edge will do at Mania next year? The Fiend. He'll switch brands somehow. The Fiend, and he can relive the sex show. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. Oh, thanks to a uh, uh, poker hooker for uh, gifting a ton of subs. Thank you so here much. in our lives. So we're doing these Monday news brief mailbags uh, live on the Twitch. Go follow us at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. It's a fun time. We do a little bit of chit chat beforehand, mm-hmm. and we might we might start incorporating too. We might start incorporating uh, more giveaways. Yes, I just want to get these out in the mail. I'm, one of these is going to be kind of uh, a bit on the ambitious side because I'm mailing you. The packaging hold and, on, hold and on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you gonna make a trip to the office anytime soon? Uh, I mean, at the earliest, it'd be tomorrow. Okay, just drop the stuff off at my house. Put my mailbox. Okay. Save you, save you some money. Okay, okay, that's cool. I was kind of thinking of doing that anyways, but in it is gonna be the envelope and and stamp for the T-shirt. Yeah. And there's also an envelope that contains an envelope. All right. Uh, for uh, that's gonna go to Tim Spulak. He's gonna take the 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 thing, the fire, the the Frendo Fest flyer, put that in the envelope within the envelope, and send that off to the winner because he has to sign it. You have to sign it, and he has to sign gotcha. it. I already signed gotcha. it. Okay, so I take that envelope out, shove shirt in the other envelope, sign flyer, send the other envelope to Tim. Got it. Correct. Got it. And then the other two things I've got here that those just are gonna go. Fair. Okay. Done. Done. All right. Uh, let's see here. Okay. I think, are we good? Is that it for the show? I think that's all the questions I have before me, so I think so. Okay. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for everybody. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it again. Uh, this Wednesday, uh, 1 p.m. Pacific, Young Boy Larson will be taking on uh, other competitors. Yeah, uh, I don't know who with, else is going to be in it. With uh, uh, Adam Blompied is going to be, he's the Quizzle Master. He's the host, yeah. He's the Quizzle Mania Master. Uh, Who else is going to be in it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm assuming other Wrestle Talk guys, other fun, uh, parts fun known guys um, or gals. I don't know. You don't know. You don't know how to prepare for this. No, I don't. <laughs> so I just got to rely on what I know, which isn't a ton. So yeah, you're not going to watch any previous episodes of Quizzlemania to. Uh... I, I watched. I watched a bit of the last one. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Oof. I just know. I just know. I had to have a pad of paper and a pen with me. All right. Quick. Who was the very last AWA champion? Greg Gagne. I would assume Greg Gagne, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that 
and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.